The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. My next guest is a, a woman who, who made a, a unique choice early on under the pressure of both of her parents who are actors indicating that she needed to get a career that was, you know, viable, secure, permanent, pensionable. She found the only career that is less secure than acting, which is ventriloquism. Nina Conti, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, it's a dirty word, ventriloquism. Even I thought it was gross before I began doing it. I love the notion, though, that both of your parents said now you need to study, you need to get the academic career, you need to have something to fall back on. And you were almost an actress. You were Royal Shakespeare Company for all of about a week and a half that you hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't take to it. I didn't have enough to say or do. And I was meant to be very respectful of it and very glad to be there and just watch and learn. But I was too impatient. I had too much of a naughty side. And I, I was just, I'm going to, I'm one day I'll invent a show when I do all the talking and there's no... <laughs> No one else has any lines. Now, along those lines, you invented two very interesting things. You invented Monkey, of whom we will talk more in a second, but you also invented a show where you put masks on members of the audience and make them interact with each other and say things that they otherwise wouldn't. I'm always fascinated by this because you can't plan it. You can't write the jokes in advance is that not extremely stressful in front of a live audience? It's a little bit stressful, but the whole thing's a lesson in surrender. And the second I start to try and plan ahead or think I can coerce somebody into doing something if I make their character a certain way, it's like the whole life force is gone from it. So I have to let go completely, watch the person who's wearing the ventriloquist mask, see what it looks like they're trying to say and just narrate that just try to imbibe that make sure that it all seems real is it actually you, you try to get one over on an audience they leave you instantly so it's like a, it's kind of a life lesson the whole thing is it tricky though because you have to constantly walk the line of their discomfort you need it to be a, a dissonant with what they're feeling and if you go too far well, I don't want it too dissonant. I want it to maybe be a little bit exaggerated. But usually I'm I'm feeling them. They're right up close to me. I can tell when they're like they're enjoying it. If it's a release, that's the, the sweet spot is to make it a release, especially if it's like a couple to gently have them rag each other is the that's that's what kind of everybody loves. It's a release for everyone. And they didn't say it. So it's kind of unaccountable. Well, on the thing of they didn't say it and the pushing too far, this is another area that I wanted to ask you about. You're now on your fifth or sixth monkey, I think. Is, oh, is yeah, I get through them, yeah. Yeah. Monkey get as a double act, monkey says to you things that would get a real human comedian cancelled. Do you reckon? Oh, monkey has called you a slag. Oh, He's yeah. And as a regular thing. Yeah, absolutely, yes. These are not acceptable terms to be throwing around anymore. No, and they're the first thing that comes out of his mouth and into my head. And, and it's maybe, I think the thing is that he's not real. And although these thoughts occur for me to make him say in my head, then they're, they're not my thoughts either. So they're nobody's thoughts really, but they're they're just, I don't know, it's an uncensored vein. And it, yeah, but he, he is, it, it's liberating for me in a way whilst I don't necessarily have to stand by anything he says. I don't stand by anything he says. It's a, it's an accident, all of it, the whole thing. But um, yeah, in terms of him calling me all that, 
that must be you know, that's deeply psychological isn't it but do it? you feel any or rather does he what, what's the correct way to address oh we could talk smoky? about it forever is it third person or is it you oh yeah no we, uh, I, I talk about him as monkey I've invested 20 years looking at that face and making that a separate character from myself so I've even convinced myself over the years well does he feel like any pressure to, to tone it down in the modern era no, it's dreadful. It's a red rag to a bull if I tell him not. It would be like, there's no way out with him. It's like an badly behaved entity that I constantly apologize for, that I'm not. Um, well, I am. I must surely be in control, but it feels as if I'm not because he says the thing. I don't know. But it's, it, it's the thing about it. He would call me that, but it's not. The thing is not to be unkind. I'm not. Uh, out to be unkind. So I don't feel like he's going to get cancelled because I'm not trying to say anything that's cancellable. It's possibly to myself, but I wouldn't Well, he's grossly else. misogynistic, albeit exclusively to you. Exclusively to me, yeah. Yeah, it's interiorised misogyny. And I guess in, in my early days of starting out, having a male sort of puppet as a, as a weapon... It made me impervious to like the kind of heckles I might be facing or all that sort of stuff. So, and but then weirdly, I think myself, I'm the construct. This girl who's like shockable or laughing or apologetic that's the construct that fits society. Monkey is a much more primal, real me. I noticed as well that you picked Monkey because you found the classic ventriloquist style so creepy. Yes, that's true. And I didn't pick him for being a monkey. I mean, he could be a duck. He could be anything. It's just that his his face, his eye, the look in his eye seemed to have a deadpan thing about it that I that I enjoyed very much. I turned that little face the first time I put him on and he turned to face me. I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm in trouble. This guy, this guy knows me. At what point did you know this is working? This is, there is, I can tell my parents this is a career. It's kicking off. Probably my first gig. It was like a competition night. Your first ever gig? My first gig went well. It was a competition and I I won it. I was terrified before. I was shaking. My hand was shaking inside the monkey. He was shaking. And I was thinking, this. I, I look so weird here. Everybody's just like cool in their jeans and holding a microphone. I've brought a teddy and... Like, and I'm a woman and this is going to, people took an uneasy shift in their seats when I came on. They thought, oh, this is going to be dreadful. Maybe it's time to get another round in. But as soon as he started talking, it kind of went well and the relief and everything. So I was like, actually, I may be onto something here. I, that, that was the first gig. But Am it, I correct in saying that that gig ended with an extended um, display of the monkey having intercourse with a pint glass? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I found my metier. This is my lifelong yeah. career now. Yeah. Um, we have later on in the, the show an odd coincidence. You did extremely well in Live at the Apollo in your first appearance, which was one of those big, huge TV successes mm. um, and undoubtedly led to great things. It happened to have been hosted by Dara O'Brien, who was joining us in about half an hour. Is there oh, lovely. A, is there anything you'd like to, to bring to his attention for the reunion show? Any reminiscences of the night? The reunion show? Oh, it, was good. it was a good night. I, I just gigged with him at the Globe in um, the Shakespeare's Globe as well. That was fun. Was he any good? Was he on form? He's on form always. He just like, he had... Yeah, anyway, never mind. That's his business. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to your business. You are going to be touring uh, all around Ireland over the summer, June 8th through 13th. You're uh, Waterford, Cork, Drogheda, Limerick, Dublin, Belfast. You're in the Opera House. You're in Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, Vicker Street in Dublin. If people want to hunt down tickets, Nina, where do they go? They go to ninaontour.com. That will, that will lead to all of those. 
Nina Conti and Monkey and all of the other Granny and all the other characters. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. 